live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Modern Feminine Conversation. I'm Amy Granat, your host, founder of Strong Soft Wild Programs for Feminine Embodiment. I have a great show for you today because who is back with me today? Janelle Hoyland is back. Yes. <laughs> and if our show is going to be anything like the last five minutes of conversation leading in, it is going to be, we're going to cover a lot of ground and we're going to give you guys a lot of really good nuggets of wisdom and food for thought and just some some new ways to kind of propel you forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to have this conversation. So if you're new to the show and have not heard some of our shows before, I highly encourage going back and listen to it. I think it was like show one and three. There's one more. There's one more in there too. We've done, we've done three shows. No, this will be the only third. two. This is the third. Okay. Yeah. So this is our third show. So Janelle is a soul pathway healer, international best-selling author, visionary, business and life transformation specialist. Her vision is for all to have a real shut the front door, miracle after miracle, laughing while creating your life that you shine so bright, stars get lost. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm like, I love our conversations. I can't even tell you. You're like, we have so much fun. We do. We do. And they just go wherever they're going to go. So y'all just come along for the ride because... Just buckle up. Yeah, just buckle up. We've got some good things. We've got some really good things to talk about. And we're kind of, you know, um, going kind of along the lines of our last conversation um, and moving further into allowing and receiving, Mm -hmm. asking, wanting, what are your needs? Do you even know what that means in multiple areas of your life? But definitely on the intimacy side. So we're going to kind of go, we're just going to dive right in basically. Because yeah, (laughs) that's how it goes. That's how we roll. And so, like I said, just come along for the ride. Open your ears, open your mind, open your heart up to Mm. what we're going to be talking about and just notice what comes up for you. Absolutely. You know, the thing is, you know, I don't think we ever talked about that, but like when, whenever I'm speaking or I'm doing anything, the words uh, have a uh, vibration and an intention behind them to mm-hmm. create space and to move things, you know, so it's not just the context of what you're listening to. It's actually the words that I'm choosing, uh, to, to apply to the conversation yeah. because I believe in, you know, if you're listening to something, my intention is to always shift you from point A to point B yeah, and do absolutely. it effortlessly with a little bit of laughter and maybe a little saltiness on the side. Yes. yes. Just sweet. We and have salty. to have a little bit of sass. You know, and and that's the whole thing. I I think, you know, we were talking about this earlier, and we've had several conversations about this, about the part around, you know, we as women, we we tend to either overgive Mm -hmm. or we go into it feeling like uh, if if I don't do something, then it's going to cost me something. Yes. You know, and it it creates this void within us of always feeling like we need to serve or or overgive or whatever the thing is. And then we end up feeling depleted Mm -hmm. and and very um, lost within our own intuition and with our own bodies and, you know, not even really being honest with what you do and don't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And it's hard to connect in and figure out what that is when you're in that constant do mode, you're constantly giving, there's no space 
literally no space for you to invite anything in. And most of us, we have no idea how to receive or how to allow things in because we've been taught since little girls that you give everything, that you are the last on the list or the last priority right. and your needs and your wants and desires are not relevant. They really aren't. No, they yeah. take a back seat to absolutely take your, a back seat. Your mechanics, you are there to serve. And you know, what what has transpired, you know, and I'm you know, you've seen it as well as I have this this whole thing around well, self-service or, or loving yourself. And I don't think a really a lot of people understand what that means. No. I agree because we think of like loving yourself as like going getting manicures and you know get you know going to get a massage and there's a those are wonderful things I mean (laughs) don't get me wrong but that's not that's not really truly loving yourself those are loving loving to you um, but they are not actually loving yourself so I think we we might want to start there yeah (laughs) because even to get to some of the other things with the allowing and the receiving and and intimacy if you can't even connect at that level you can't get there and then that's where you're over serving and over giving because you're feeling the void of no love for yourself right exactly so then you choose choices around that Mm -hmm. I'm I'm feeling depleted let me grab let me reach yes you know, and for me, self-love is more like, um, you know, I took the time to give myself ample time to work out, or I took the time to think about what I wanted to eat mm-hmm. and what was going to serve my body. Yes. Or, um, did I really want to have that conversation or did, did I not want to have that conversation at all? Mm-hmm. And, and can you give yourself permission to make those choices and yes. not feel guilt around yes. saying no? Exactly. That's self-love to me. Absolutely. That being able to own saying no mm-hmm. with an open and loving heart. So it's yeah. not like saying the no and being a jerk and like shutting the door on people. It's like saying no with an open heart because it's loving to yourself to not take on more than what you can. Mm-hmm. And we have such an issue doing that, saying yes to everything that comes up. Because again, part of it is that we're defining our value by saying yes and being needed. We've had right. this conversation yeah. multiple times yeah. on need versus yeah. want. So being needed makes us feel like we are valued. So we don't say no to anything. Yeah. And then we are overtaxed mm-hmm. and again, no space to be loving to ourselves at all. Right. And yeah. so then the opposite of that is we, we don't say yes to the things that we actually do exactly. want. Cause you can't, you know? there's yeah, no room for it because you don't actually know what you yeah. want. <laughs> How many or, of you out there did that just land? Bam. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, you don't know what you want. And, and that's the truth. Or you, it, the vulnerability of saying what you want mm-hmm. creates such a fear inside of you because you've never given yourself permission to love yourself enough to say, oh, mm-hmm. I want this. Think about this that. This is what I need. Think about yeah. that for a minute. That one, yeah, that one permission. made me some, had some ripple effects <laughs> for me over there. Did that one roll out just a bit for oh, you? Yeah, 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 it did. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and I'm always, um, I believe in, in, you know, learning and learning and growing and growing. And we've talked about that quite a bit. I'm, I, I like to grow as much as I possibly can and discover parts of myself mm-hmm. that I didn't know existed. And... I've been playing around with this whole thing for the past probably two years. Like we've talked about this, about the whole giving myself permission to be vulnerable enough to say what I want Mm -hmm. with, without feeling like I'm being pushy or demanding or whatever the words that go Mm -hmm. with that. Right. Which usually is what goes along with that. The B word. Yes, exactly. 
Yeah. I mean, that's yep. the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, because there is the other side of that that most women go to the extreme, you right. know, because they, they cannot balance the, the two out mm-hmm. of, of receiving and, and, and giving. Yes. You know? Yeah. But, um, you know, in, in my experience, I think that the vulnerability, uh, you know, in that place of fear, like, can you just push through that? and listen to yourself and allow yourself to be guided. Does this really feel good to me to say this truth or to ask for what I need? Does it feel good? Mm-hmm. Or is yeah. the fear too great yeah. that you need to put it on the, you know, uh, put it on the back burner for a minute? But the real question is, in the world that we're in, in this feminine energy that's being birthed, um, and guys are feeling it too. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. guys feel it in a different way. They they are very emotional right now. They feel like they need to be supported more, uh, which is totally feminine energy. I mean, <laughs> yes. I can't tell you how many times I've had like guys come to me and totally break down in tears. I mean, sobbing, tears, wailing, because they've never given themselves permission. Exactly. They've never been able to do it. No. No. And so it's like all of that pent up for their entire life and before that. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Truth be told. Prior to that, truth be told, that's probably been there for many generations. And then they're just, they're just completely breaking down because they just, and they just can't, they can't not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The energy is so strong. They can't not. Well, you know, and, and the other thing too is I have, you know, really walked into this place of um, discovering what my, what my wants, needs, and desires are. And can I be totally comfortable with that and not make up excuses about what that is Mm. or not deliver something that I'm not entirely comfortable with delivering at that point? Yeah. You know, and, and is that okay? Or do I feel guilt around that? Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. And like the justifications and the explaining, well, it's like, this is what I want, but let me explain all the reasons why I want (laughs) this as opposed to just being okay with like, this is what I want and leaving it at that and Mm -hmm. not have to go into a diatribe of why you want this because we feel like we need to explain ourselves. Like it's not okay for us to just state a want. We have to have a full explanation around it so that there's justification for us asking permission. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's a a total, total dialogue around, let me prove why this is valid for me. Yes. Instead of saying, okay, this is what I want Mm -hmm. and receiving that. Yeah. Right. So when, when you say, this is what I want and you go into the explanation of why it's valid, that's actually a masculine energy. Absolutely. Instead of saying, this is what I want and then stepping back going, okay, bring it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you're literally shutting off your receiving by right. doing the explanation and the justification of why it is that you want this thing. You shut off receive because you are, we were kind of talking about this, you're chasing yeah. what you want you're chasing by what doing you want. that, by, by going into that dialogue, you're chasing. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you just say what you want and then sit back and open to receive right now, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole, I mean, <laughs> even just saying that it's like a whole different energy comes up. Oh, completely. And you know, so, I mean, that carries over into sex, which is what we really can to talk about yeah. today yes. you know so all of this connotation around that part right is you know the notion and the energy around you know can you say and give yourself permission to say what you desire or what you would like mm-hmm. or is it taboo for you yeah to say I like this or I don't like that and can you be vulnerable vulnerable enough to say it yeah you know but also to the flip part of it being the the filling the void mm-hmm 
you know, because we as women, you know, I'm not saying me and you, but right. sometimes as women, we think that if we give someone enough sex or enough validation that way, that they will love us. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know, yes. and it's never been that way for me, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of women that come to me with that issue, you yeah. know, and, and feeling like sex is the only way to connect to themselves, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, it's, it has always been about giving myself permission, but I was in a long-term relationship where that wasn't entirely the case, right. you know, right. um, I would say, this is what I like, but it was taboo, you mm-hmm. know, it was judged or this is whatever. You yeah. Know? And, and so I, then you come like the feeling like you have to explain yourself yeah. as to why I'm asking for this or why I'm saying I like this or don't like this. Right. Yeah. Because it's not acceptable. Like we were saying, if you're the good girl, <laughs> then you, it's, you just sit still and be pretty and be quiet and you don't, you don't have needs and, and wants on the table because you're just there to serve whatever comes up right yeah. and, and sex and not has been around me. this thing around either procreation or serving a point or yes. delivering something and that's a very masculine way of 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 having that experience mm-hmm. you know and and the tide is changing when it comes to that and I you know you can see it in all of our conversations mm-hmm. and this whole thing around receiving um but like I said, it's usually, we kind of touched on it a little bit in the past show where we talked about, uh, you know, doing things to fill the void, Mm -hmm. you know, to fill the emptiness, you know, and, and can you say what that emptiness is? Can you say what that vulnerability is? Like, Hey, I'm not feeling loved today. So I feel like I should do this to have some validation that I am worthy Mm -hmm. or I need a date or I need a kiss or I need a hug or I need this or whatever. And, and to not source the source, the validation from an external point. Yeah. But really, where are you coming from? Because mm-hmm. that issue needs to be addressed. Exactly. What is that feeling? What, that The lack of worthy, worthiness, the lack of value, where you're wanting that external validation. But what is that really coming from? Like, where's what's the root of that? Right. As appo- you know, and, and work with it from there as opposed to looking for something to really like feel the void or numb the pain yeah, that you're true. feeling because yes. there's a need that's not being addressed there. Right. And the need has to initially be addressed by you first before you can really receive that kind of care from another person. You really cannot receive it fully until you can do that for yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, for me, um, you know, and I, we really didn't, I don't know if we talked about that or not, but, you know, for me, that experience of, of having a sexual experience with someone is very spiritual for me and right. very profound. And it's, it's not something that I can go into lightly at all. Um, I, And I've just admitted that vulnerability to myself, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and just being very comfortable with it. It's a deep connection to my soul. And if I allow someone to come into that space, then I do so knowing that you're going to have the full experience of my soul. Right. It's not just going to be this thing that you do, this act that you do, and it's. It just, can be. It, it can be if you set yeah. those parameters. Yeah. <laughs> if that's if that's what you want to do, it right. can absolutely do totally that. Totally fine it can with absolutely that. Absolutely do that. But I think a part of that is you know defining what that is for you, mm-hmm. defining what that relationship is, that intimate relationship. What is it? What do you want? Yes. What do you need? What are your desires within it? Because you have to define that first. Because we were talking your partner cannot read your mind no they don't know what you want so if you're feeling lack 
after you're intimate with your partner. It's because you're not communicating <laughs> what you are needing and each other for both of you, both yeah. people. Like you can't it goes read for guys each other. too. It goes for guys too. You cannot read each other's minds. You have to be communicative, you know, before, during, and after, really, truly, right. in order to have to start having the full experience of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, for. Uh, I knew this early on for me, you know, and I needed to set those parameters very clearly for myself Mm -hmm. because if I'm just haphazard with it and don't take any responsibility for who I am as a being, as a soul, as a woman, then that's going to be my experience that I'm going to receive. If I have the intention to just, you know, do whatever and not bring the soul piece in, then that's my intention. Mm -hmm. And yes, that's a very valid intention. Absolutely. Um, But if there's a deep, spiritual soul connection with someone and I know that going in then I have to mentally prepare myself Mm -hmm. to receive that but if the person on the other side of that is not connected to that at all right Right. because they're blocked off or they're whatever then I'm going to have that experience yes of the block of the resistance of Mm -hmm. the hesitation or whatever it is right control absolutely it's ultimately control it's ultimately control (laughs) kind of control and especially when you're in the space of you don't know what you want right so you're trying to control the situation (laughs) to be what you know you have been told it should be right instead of actually getting to create what you want out of it right it is a control thing absolutely is a control completely and you know because it's funny for me because I get this other stigma around like well you know I'm psychic or I'm you know spiritual whatever mm-hmm. so I shouldn't want anything yeah. you know and I'm like well I don't know who made up that rule but can we just throw that one out the window it needs to be thrown the heck out the window <laughs> it's like no we're soul spiritual in a human body yeah. human experience and we are our human bodies are wired for certain things <laughs> we're wired for a connection we're wired for intimate relationships oh yeah. you know platonic we're wired for all of all this of stuff it. literally this all is of part it. of our DNA and are part of our physiology. It's part of our structure. <laughs> we are made for this. So exactly. this isn't something that, you know, you know, again, there's the taboo thing around it that it's not okay. It's dirty. It's bad. You shouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. And I know from like a lot of us, we didn't grow up talk, having conversations about it. Right. We didn't have conversations with, with our parents. We had conversations with our friends, but none of us knew what we were talking about. <laughs> and then you get, you know, life skills in, in school, which tell you not absolutely nothing about it. Nothing. It's strictly mechanical. There's nothing about the emotional, the spiritual Mm-mm. side no. of it whatsoever, no. except maybe you don't have sex till you get married because you have, you're the temple of God and yeah. you're defiling the it's, temple of yeah. God. And it's so just, then that sets you up for thinking that even, even in a monogamous relationship that you're still defiling the temple of God by having Mm -hmm. sex Mm -hmm. and so it creates this whole warped thing in our minds where we don't get to try to to decide what we want right yeah Yeah. and and that's why you know we talked about in the first show about how we met and we were talking about that very issue about taboos and and you know intimate experiences and you know we talked about that I was like you know what do it have fun enjoy yourself but you know don't don't make it anything that is not exactly be clear that's yes. why i said there is a difference for me between casual mm-hmm. and a soul connection to someone absolutely and also in a controlling situation for me too mm-hmm. because i do run into that a lot where people try to control my energy or rein me in mm-hmm. or pull me back or yeah. tell me what i can do and what i can't do mm-hmm. on their time yes and I'm like, um, okay, so that's not working for me anymore. (laughs) 
(laughs) And I'm very comfortable with saying what I want at this point because I had so many years of not being able to say what I Mm. wanted because Mm -hmm. it was judged, Yeah, you know? And we we have the same experience with that a little bit. But, you know, um, I think the whole thing around, you know, what, what, what do you enjoy? Yeah. What brings you pleasure? Yeah. What is that? Exactly. And I think even, even just that question, what brings you pleasure? What, and you can use this in every area of your life. Yeah. Do you have pleasure in your life? Do you have joy? Passion. I mean, passion about anything. <laughs> Cause a lot of times I know in, in practice for me, the answer is I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're not even, we're not even at the t- conversation of intimacy and sex yet. We're just at like your regular everyday life. Yeah. And what brings you pleasure? What, what makes you, what lights you up? Make, what makes uh, you just feel yeah. so good. And there's the answer is I have no idea. Right. Yeah. I have no idea. And so there's just, there's so much disconnection. And again, there's really a stigma around ha- being okay with pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. There's a huge mm-hmm. stigma around it. It's like your you're being irresponsible because your focus is pleasure. <laughs> it's like your focus needs to be the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, that's yeah. okay. It's okay to struggle. Oh. And for your focus to be in the struggle and in the pain, but it's not okay for it to be flow and, and pleasurable. Yeah. And passionate and, and passionate. raw and like creative because after all, I mean, that's where creative energy comes yes. from is pleasure. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. and you can't create from struggle. Uh, it no. will not happen. It's a brick wall. It's a brick instrument. wall. It is not going yeah. to happen. You cannot. So if you're beating your head against the wall trying to create something, you need to go do something pleasurable fun. and fun. You Ple- just yes. do. You Disconnect. just do. You yeah. never find any answers no. in the struggle. <laughs> never happens. You just find more struggle. Yeah. When you let go, mm-hmm. right, and you go into the place of fun, pleasure, whatever, then that's when you you find the solution pretty effortlessly. Yes. You yes. know, and I tell, I'm like a big supporter on like, why are you struggling? What is the point in struggle? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? Do you just beat yourself over the head until you're blue in the face and yes. there's just no point. And you lost your joy for life and you're really not a kid again. And when you were a kid again, everything was effortless and it yeah. just happened. And you were just in the moment connecting to the pleasure of being alive yeah. to, to feel that passion, you know? And I think that, you know, it gets, when we get a, you know, become adulting or doing adulting. I think we forget that, you know, like when, when we're out and we're having dinner or whatever, and we're having a great conversation, we're not thinking about anything else other than the moment Yes. and being connected in the moment, having that conversation and being very vulnerable with each other, like we are now Mm -hmm. and, and, and inviting that experience to happen and transform and connect on that very deep soul level, because that's what we're looking for in life anyway. Exactly. That's all we're looking for. We're looking for that connection mm-hmm. with each other, with ourselves, with God, source, universe, whatever you want to call it. That's what we're really looking for. That's a, a really one of the deepest desires is mm. connection, mm-hmm. is connection. I mean, because it's we are all connected, number one, but we just forget. Right. So we have to remember, you know, go, going back to being a child and going back to being a soul, you know, you have to remember that we're connected. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start to have to kind of sift all the stuff away so you can start to feel that connection again because there's right. a lot of there's a lot of junk in the way right and, that. th- and that's what you know we were talking about like the intimacy part like that's what intimacy is you know and when I'm connecting you know and when I'm you know connecting with my guides and you know connecting to the universe and God you know it, it is that very intimate uh they're dancing with me experience that it just fills every cell of my being and 
Um, you know, that's why I said, you know, when it comes to those moments and I'm in that experience, I have to be very cognitively aware of who I'm bringing into that experience mm, yeah. and what my intention is. Yes. If it's clearly one thing or clearly the other thing. Yes. And being very open with myself about what that is and, and what do I need or want and desire to feel because, you know, like the whole movement around the, you know, uh, 50 shades of gray thing, mm-hmm. you know, where it was like this, uh, you know, taboo thing where she's being controlled. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe you enjoy being right. submissive or, yeah. or maybe you like, you know, n- nothing around that and, and you just like you know, liking being in nature and, and that's what gives you pleasure, yeah. you know, and, and to invite someone into that experience with you, you know, uh, I just think that there's just so much left on the table about saying your truth and, and being in that truth of what brings you to that point that you can receive that true, uh, connectedness to yourself and your voice and your, and your soul and giving yourself permission to say, I desire, or I would like, and I want, and, and not from a place of need Mm -hmm. or void. Yes, exactly. But from a true place of being so connected in with yourself that it's almost like you can't not express that, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's so, it's such a part of you and you connect with it so much that it just has to come out, (laughs) you know, but it's with the, again, like you said, with intention of what it is that you're wanting and the experience that you're wanting to create. And then Mm -hmm. the vulnerability of allowing yourself to express what that is, regardless of what the response is going to be as well. That's a whole other aspect (laughs) of it. And that's part of the fear. And it's totally, it's normal and it's okay, especially if you're just starting to express yourself in any era of your life, but specifically this one, because it is such a taboo area Mm -hmm. to communicate yeah like in on a different level not just having a chit chat right but communicating your deepest needs and your wants and what feels good to you what doesn't feel good to you and what you would like to receive from your partner right and can you be free with that can you be free with that again regardless of what the response is going to be you i mean because we've talked about this i don't care yeah like you can judge me all you want to this is my truth i'm very comfortable with with what i desire what i what i what i love what in all ways of my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and inviting that in and saying, Hey, you know what? I'm going to invite you into my experience. Yeah. I like that, you know, and truth be told guys sort of like that, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're inviting them into your experience, you invite them in and you're clear Mm -hmm. about what it is. Like (laughs) we were talking about this on another show. It's like, um, guys cannot, they can't read your mind. Mm -hmm. Like it goes both ways, but they cannot read your mind. So Mm -hmm. when you're And so for men, part of the way that they're wired is being very direct and very clear. So Mm. when you can, you know, invite in with that, with the feminine side of your energy open Mm -hmm. to receive, but then being very clear in your communication, Mm -hmm. it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Because now you're on the same level. You're on the same vibration, you know, on the same, you know, just vocal vibration, (laughs) you know, you you can actually hear each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very different than, you know, talking and think words are coming at you, but you can't really hear can't connect. what's going on. You can't connect. So it's like, you need to understand how your partner communicates mm-hmm. and what they need. So you need to ask them and hopefully they will be in a space where they can provide that. But then mm-hmm. you need to do the same thing. Wait, and can you do it in a funny, fun, fun. flirtatious, open-hearted way? Yes. You know, it doesn't like, have to be really serious. <laughs> I mean, it can if you want, if that's, we need yeah. to have this sex conversation <laughs> because this intimacy thing is not working for me and I'm not getting my 
needs met. And yeah. I'm feeling frustrated. And I'm just so angry at you because you're judging me. That's what comes out. That's exactly what comes out. That's exactly And then you wonder. And then you wonder why things aren't working. Right. And your guy <laughs> feels like, crap, I can't do anything to make her happy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. And they want that. All they really want is to make you happy. (laughs) That's really truly what they want is to make you happy. But they feel like they can't because we're not being clear. And then we go that route, Mm -hmm. which is the anger and the frustration. And we're throwing a temper tantrum. Venting to your girlfriends. Yeah. And venting to your girlfriends about all the problems. But you're not invested in fixing the problem, which is going inside and figuring Mm -hmm. out what you want and desire. Mm -hmm. Owning that and then relaying it yeah in a way that is loving and open and and receptive right so like this i saw this the other day and it kind of turned me on what do you think about that yeah um that doesn't happen yeah no (laughs) it doesn't happen but imagine a world (laughs) in which those were the conversations right you know and i don't mean it just about sex i mean it with everything like you can take this into every area of your life every single part you know but it's the basic concept and the reason why um you know i wanted to go into the intimacy and the sex part of it is because i think that we are just so afraid and so we just make up so many stories about it, you know, yeah. and, um, you know, in definitions around what it is and what it is not, you know, and I think that, you know, through, at least through the journey that I've had and, and my journey in being connected to the universe as well as I have, that I've had moments of sheer connection to the divine and, and allowing that to come up in in intimate moments and and feeling that but i've also been blocked and Mm -hmm. not been able to receive so i've been on all sides of it and i just feel like it's such a conversation that really needs to be had um, so that women can understand i'm not saying to just go out there and do whatever for the sake of receiving or or filling the void what i am saying is be intentional yes know what you want say it well but say it in a fun, like, yes. just amazing way that invites people into your experience, whether it's creating something, a business project, whether it's eating, whether it's sex, it doesn't matter. It's just about that place where you are coming from, where you know your truth. You're willing to be that vulnerable to say, you know what, it, I don't care what you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. this is this is my truth right now. Yes. And it may change in and five minutes. it may minutes. change. Absolutely. It may change in five minutes. <laughs> that's us as women, yeah, right? that's us as women. Things, you know, one minute, you know, we're the weather. One minute, we're a tornado. The next minute, we're a soft rain. The next minute, we're sunshine. So we, yeah, we, yeah. we shift and you adjust know, pretty and rapidly. I, one of the things we talked about, too, is I needed, um, you know, after my experience in, in my long-term relationship, I really needed to be held more, mm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and feeling that strength of yeah. support around me physically I really needed you know yes. to have that and not from the place of feeling a void but because I was feeling very vulnerable yeah and and I needed to say hey I'm feeling very vulnerable I'm okay with needing that yes and that I think that's another what you've just said is such a good point being okay with needing something from somebody else yeah I mean, we talk a lot about, you know, finding those things within yourself and cultivating that. And that's a beautiful thing and, a, and, a, and definitely a place to start. But it is okay to need something from another person. A certain way. A certain way. Yeah. And, and you know, and uh, in, in giving myself permission to say very clearly, while things are happening, right? Let's mm-hmm. say intimacy-wise. Yeah. And um, 
that I needed to have that experience. I needed to be held. I needed to be supported, you know, and uh, because it is a very vulnerable place for me to go after my experience that I went right. through, you know, yes. and, and um, allowing myself to have that moment of real clarity and saying, this is okay. Yeah. This is good. Mm-hmm. I give myself permission to go there. Yes. You know, yes. Exactly. And just, and to be very, like you said, be very clear about what the need is and be okay with saying it out loud. Like I need to be held right now. Yeah. Like, and then receiving that person holding you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause you can definitely block that too. You can definitely block that too, where you're saying what you need, but you're doing it almost like with one hand up in front of you. (laughs) Like I like, I need this, but but, uh, no, I'm too scared. Don't do it. I'm too scared. Well, and especially when you first start this practice, Mm because it really is a practice Mm -hmm. of communication, it is going to feel scary. It's going to feel uncomfortable because you're not used to it. You've got, like you said, all the stories that you've built up Mm -hmm. around this um, kind of relationship and these kind of conversations. There's so much built up. There's so many stories. One of the greatest visuals I've seen lately about stories. a woman I know who's a coach, she was doing this exercise called the mummy. And so it was like two partners sitting across from each other. And the one partner was saying all the stories they tell themselves. (laughs) So let's talk about all the stories you tell yourself around sex and intimacy. And so uh, picture yourself across from a friend, a, a friend that you trust to have this conversation with and start telling your friend all of these stories and as you tell these stories picture your friend wrapping you with toilet paper every time you tell a story until you're completely covered up by your Mm -hmm. stories and you're bound by your stories yeah yeah and now you have to be able to get out of that and and how do you receive from that and then how do you receive from that you can't Mm -mm. you're covered Mm -mm. you're a mummy Mm -hmm. so you're completely constricted and you're covered up Right. Yeah. And it can go the other way. Like the other person in your relationship or whatever can can bring that to the table mm-hmm. so that you, like I said in my past relationship, right? Uh, my long-term relationship, that, that that can be brought to the table where you feel like you cannot say, this is what I need. Yes. And have that received yeah. because there's blocks on that side, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's also a very real thing. You can be as clear as you want to, but if your partner is not and can't hear you and can't give you what you need yeah then what do you do exactly and and it's a very big question to ask and it bring it's going to bring up a whole lot of stuff when you get to that point because it's possible that you can work through Mm -hmm. and grow together and move beyond that and the other Mm -hmm. person's got to do that work because you cannot do it for them you're not going to be able to fix this if you know what you want and desire and you can relay it clearly and the other person cannot hear you, you cannot fix that. Right. They are going to have to do that. And then they have to decide if they want to do it or not. And depending on that answer, now you have a choice. You have a choice to make of are you okay with not having those needs met in the way that you're requesting um, or are you not okay with that? Right. And the other thing too is it can't be, it can't come from this place of do this now. Yes. Because this is what I want. Yes. Absolutely. On either side. Yep. Because then that's a control, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's a force, forced 
solution to a problem instead of understanding what's really going on behind the scenes around right. that and why is that not getting created between the two of you yes exactly because it may not have anything to do with you Mm-mm. and usually it doesn't no. it doesn't usually have anything to do with you it's Mm-mm. it's some kind of story that that person has carried with them and the story is not able to be unraveled for whatever reason <laughs> right <laughs> you just happen to be the trigger and see the yeah. thing is, is I think as women we go too much into the fixing and solving of the we problem do. and we don't yeah. like lean back mm-hmm. and it really demands Emasculates oh my guys. gosh it just it cuts them off at the knees oh when, yeah they, when you do they, that. they yes. like to fix problems let yeah. them fix the damn problem let them fix their own why problem. do you need to fix it why do you yeah. need to be mommy yeah <laughs> Ooh, that one landed oh, oh. yeah that was kind of rough sorry sorry <laughs> yeah not, not sorry not actually. sorry though yes sorry not sorry <laughs> yeah I think that's our and the thing is Oof. is that your partner doesn't want to be intimate with a mom no they want you hot and exactly. and I don't mean like you're going to be like that all the time. I just mean exactly. that there needs to be a level of passion mm-hmm. and attraction mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And um, if you're trying to force it, then again, you're back intimacy. to the chasing. Yeah. You're chasing, you're doing the pursuing. You're fixing. You're trying to fix by wanting them to do it immediately. Instead of like you said, state what the needs are. And if the answer is that they can't provide that, sit back, mm-hmm. be very clear again about what it is and what you, you know, and you need to go into a bit more explanation of why that's the time to do it because mm-hmm. you're getting some resistance there and then you have to sit back and allow them to figure it out oh yeah, yeah. And, and be okay with that and what a, being okay with it what is that answer and being okay with it and and not making a judgment about yourself or the other person yes which is a really really cha- <sighs> it's a really challenging thing to do because we're technically taught to judge everything that happens i mean we really are we really are we're taught we're taught to judge the other person we're taught to judge ourselves if Mm. this isn't working there's something wrong with us or there's something wrong with them and there's nothing wrong with anybody we're just living a human experience and we're we have all these filters in place right so it's getting through the filters and breaking down the filters to get to exactly what's underneath so that you can now create a new connection if that's possible exactly sometimes it's not going to be possible to Mm -hmm. do that Mm -hmm. yeah totally can you be can you be okay with that it doesn't mean that that won't necessarily hurt or be frustrating or be sad or disappointing it doesn't mean that it doesn't right. mean that it's just gonna be like oh well no big deal it's not about that right but can you be okay with whatever the outcome is going to be when you are in your truth totally and you know it was funny because that a funny story about that you know I had a conversation with somebody and I was like uh the end part being like I'm open for taxation without representation <laughs> You know, and <laughs> I love that line so much. <laughs> giving giving permission to whatever that is, you yeah. know, for me, um, and and saying that truth, yeah, without feeling that I need to explain that or mm-hmm. define that or yeah. say what that is, you know, yeah. and um, uh, being comfortable with that truth in that moment, mm-hmm. in that moment, yes. Can I be vulnerable enough to say that? Yeah. Because that was my truth in that moment, you know? Yeah. And and not making anything up about it or not, you yeah. know. Yeah, going into the explanation. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Let me give a five-minute explanation of why, why I'm saying this and yeah. why I need to justify, you know, what this want or, you know, whatever it is, this statement right. that I wanted to make because it was, like you said, it's your truth in the moment. It's like, you don't need to justify it. No. It's your truth in the moment. And I'm not feeling and, something in me. That's you're void. not feeling something. You're not trying to create something. You're not chasing or pursuing something. Mm-mm. You're just settled in this is what my truth is right now and I'm just going to lay it out there and what happens, happens. Right. Yeah. And being open to receive. Yes. Because that's really, honestly, you know, it's it's the thing around, like, guys, you know, 
the thing around like guys need to feel like they are providing something for you, either protection or, or um, a soft place to land or, you know, uh, fixing a situation or serving you. And I, I think we've gotten into this place as women where we, we just do everything for ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. and we don't let uh, a guy give us what we need. That, we yes. say, I got it. I'm good. Yep. You know, and I'm totally comfortable I'm, with saying, Hey, yeah, I need help with this. Sure. Thank you. Please yeah. do. I appreciate it. Yeah. You know, um, unless there's some kind of weird catch 22 and strings attached right. and be right. clear about what that is, <laughs> you know, because you don't necessarily want to get into that situation. Yeah. But, um, you know, saying, yeah, sure. I'd love help with that. You know, and, but can you be vulnerable n- enough to say like, Hey, I'm feeling super stressed out, uh, but because I, I got to fix this problem, you know, and I don't know how to fix it. Yeah. Can you help me? Can you help me? Yeah. And not feel like it's coming from this place of damsel in distress. God, it's no. not the energy we're talking about. No. It's just being honest about you're in a situation where you need help and it is okay to ask for help. They want to help you. Yeah. <laughs> like we, they want to help you. And I've had to learn yeah. how to do this because I'm definitely one of those. I got it. I can take care of myself. I can lift this thing. I can move this thing. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I can do all these things myself. Right. And the answer to that might be true. I'll have more struggle with it, you know, if it's something challenging. And so I might be able to do it, but why not allow someone to help me do it when right. it's going to, when they want to number one. Yeah. And by doing that is loving to them and to myself because yeah. I'm allowing them and then receiving the help. It makes the them help. feel good too. It makes them feel good too. And it's good to let other people feel good too. Yeah. <laughs> you want them to feel good because it just creates more of that intimacy and connection when you can let that wall down and say, yeah, I need some help. Yeah. And then they feel like they have a purpose and, and can help. Yes. And not from the place of like, oh my God, she just needs everything from me. Yes. She's just so demanding. Not from that place, mm-hmm. but like, hey, I truly need some help with this. Yes. And I too, because I was in, you know, my with my situation, I was so... I almost forced to be so independent like it was so hard for me to allow someone to help me or to say um like I would just do everything by myself and and I had people that wanted to give me that companionship and support and I could I didn't even think about it like it was non-thinking for me it was just autopilot yeah and so I had to be comfortable with that space of saying oh oh I'm not even thinking about the fact that someone might want to be supportive of me. Yeah. No, I, I so, so get that. And I was realizing the other day, I was having this conversation with a friend um, about multiple areas in my life. And I'm like, you know, I was, so I was just I'm like, where is all this? What is this? What, mm-hmm. what's really underneath all of these struggles, mm-hmm. you know, that I'm seeing like, I don't like this. What's underneath it. And a big aspect of what was underneath it, it was me not allowing other people to care for me. Mm-hmm. Like I can care for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and not allowing people to care for me, even in simple things, like maybe giving me a ride to the airport or Mm -hmm. like I was um, at the, um, doing some, um, shopping with um, my friend Deb and I had the shirt, I was trying the shirt on that had these strings on the sleeve and I'm trying to tie it with one hand. And she's like, will you please just let me do that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, but you need to ask me. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're such a good friend. Yeah. You know, but because I'm so used to doing it all on my own and wired myself that way to be very independent and doing it on my own. And what a disservice that has been, not only to myself, but to the people around me, to all the relationships I've had that I did not allow people to care for me. 
Oh, totally. And now I really see that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was a big part of the downfall in some of these relationships because I was so independent. I would not let people care for me. Right. Yeah. And, and they feel like it's that you're, um, pulled back or, or controlled or, or judgmental or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And I think, when, you know, when you're in a long-term situation where you express your needs a lot and they're not met, the natural um, result of that is fiercely independent mm-hmm. and I have to support myself, Yeah, you know? And it happens for guys too, Absolutely. you know, not just women. And, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, just say it's, it's just all women, but guys go through that too, Absolutely. you know, uh, where they don't feel supported, mm-hmm. you know, they feel demasculated. Yeah. They feel, um, like all they do is serve yes. and they don't have their needs met. They don't well. have their needs met. They're yeah. not getting that acknowledgement. It's like, we just want, you know, the woman just wants more and more and more because she's uh, trying to fill a void. Yeah. yeah. And so wants more and more and more. And there's no acknowledgement and appreciation of what you are, all the things you are being given and all the things they're doing to make you happy. Right. And so they just like throw their hands up in exasperation. Like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And so their needs of the acknowledgement and, um, all of those things that go along with that are also not being met. Exactly. But then it's not acceptable for them to say their needs. Right. Exactly. <laughs> even more so for men. It's even, I believe, I feel like it's even less acceptable for them to say, I need, I want, I desire. Right. You know, but for women, it's it's a little bit more acceptable for us, but we don't feel like it is. <laughs> it's such a weird, and I'm, I'm saying this out loud and I'm like, it's so true, but it's like a weird twisted dynamic. It it's is. Really it's really odd. It's so twisted. It's really twisted and messed up. Yeah. And so there's just this huge lack of communication on so many areas, knowing how to communicate with each other. Lots of assumptions, which we know where that leads. But if we're not communicating and being clear, the other person only has the opportunity to make an assumption. Yeah. Because I can't read your mind. No, can't read your mind. Yeah. I mean, I had that experience so often yes. you know well in in my case you know it's it's funny part <laughs> about it is they expect me to yeah because given the role that I have in this world right they just mm-hmm. naturally expect me to understand or get it yeah and I'm like uh no I'm still chick over here like I'm a real person yeah. I'm not going to use that in that situation because it is imperative to have communication exactly yes Yes. And I think really that's the bottom line of this whole conversation is mm. that it is imperative to have communication. Yeah. And, you know, just uh, g- bring that place of total surrender to you. Yeah. The the embodiment of you. What is it that you are? And begin to ask yourself that question. Yeah. Surrendering to the moment, to you, to um, love itself and love of yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really embodying that real authentic truth. Yeah. You know, I think that is that, that is, that is the conversation. Yeah. That is exactly the conversation. So, yeah. Wow. That was a great conversation. <laughs> Beautiful. As usual. Right. As usual. Completely. Yes. yes. Completely. Yes. So I hope that was, you know, really helpful for all of you out there. And I think what we really want to leave you with is what we were just saying is that, you know, this is about being loving to yourself and, and ask, starting to ask those questions. Who are you? What is it that you want? What is it that you desire? And you can do it in whatever area of your life is coming up for you. Mm -hmm. So if it's in an intimate relationship, ask the questions there. If it's in your work life, ask your questions there, whatever it is that's forefront for you, just start asking the questions because it's going to filter into the other areas of your life. Oh, completely. So, food, but you have food, diet, diet, 
exercise, friendships, girlfriends, girlfriends, <laughs> exactly. It's going to filter through. So, but you have to start being curious mm-hmm. and asking the questions and know that the answers are going to come and then you get to create what that is. Right. Not yes. through the struggle. Not through the struggle, <laughs> but through the pleasure. Yes. Exactly. So go find some pleasure. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Oh, I loved my oh, conversations yes. with you. So good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I don't want it to end, but I have to end it. Yeah, we have to end it. <laughs> All right, everyone. We love coming and talking to you. Janelle, of course, is going to be back. So have no fears. We are, we are going to continue <laughs> our multiple conversations and, and going deeper into some of these things. So if there's things that resonated with you today, or if you have more questions about what we are talking about, please go to the Modern Feminine Facebook page and leave some comments for us so we know what's coming up for you, because then we can go further in to it mm-hmm. whatever it is that's on your minds we want to go there with you you know and help guide you to find your own answers because the answers are there totally you yeah. have all your answers yes you do <laughs> <laughs> janelle thank you so much for coming Aww, on this was i love it wonderful thank you so much for having me absolutely all right everyone i love you so much have a great rest of the day and i will see you next week